talk about the things we do after work yeah not that boring stuff in the middle of the day well uh we have to do this remotely dan right now we're not in the same room you know why because i'm out on a boat wait what i'm out on a whaling boat you're on a boat yeah i'm, I'm a whaler by day is my gig i go out there i catch whales for you know their oil the the fat renders down to pre- for lamp oil and then I, then I sell that lamp oil that I've rendered down from the whale blubber, and I uh, make a hefty, hefty profit. It's a day gig. How often would you say folks from PETA come and harass you for killing whales? Well, uh, they try, and I spray them with a the hose. We got a fire hose on the front of our ship. Pretty, uh, pretty good at that. Proficient, some might say. But anyway, this sounds. There's a, an expression in America. It's a, a whale of a tail. You got me. I was just, I was just a joke, man. Anyway, I'm not really a whaler, and we are in the same room. But it's after work. Hey, Dan, what's happening? Hey, oh, just started watching a new show last night. What show is that? Money Heist. Two episodes in, and the thing I was just looking at it so I could have a little more information, and it says five parts. I was like, oh, okay. Five five parts. Two of the five in? I'm thinking five episodes. No, I'm scrolling down here and there's like 13 episodes. Apparently five parts does not equal five episodes, but they don't want to call them seasons. Every two and a half episodes, (laughs) they say part two. You're almost to part two. That this was a different show that I heard about. The where there's some people that steal a whole bunch of bourbon, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of like barrels of Pappy Van Winkle or something. Mm-hmm. And, and what's it, that? it may very well still be this show, but it's a different part. Maybe on what part is this? This is part one. Okay. Uh, so what made you get on? You thought it was a different show. You I heard did. about it. Yeah. It, may, it might be that show though. It might be. I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I'm not going to look into it now because I don't want to know any of the details because we started watching it two episodes in. It's good. Okay. The first weird thing though, because I'm thinking, okay, they're in Kentucky. They're going to steal some bourbon, but I'd heard, you know, there's other stories mm-hmm. in this show and it doesn't start out. It's not because I've listened to some of those uh, bourbon podcasts and they kept talking about it. I was like, I'm tired of people talking oh, about this show. Okay. That's where you heard it from. I'm tired of people talking about this show. I want to watch it before they spoil it. Mm-hmm. I kept being like, no, I'm not listening to you. Stop talking about it. And, uh, but this one, they're in Spain, España. Okay. And they speak a Spanish. But, Speaking Spanish, but the first thing I noticed was, wait a minute, those your your mouth doesn't match the words, <laughs> so it's dubbed. It's dubbed. Uh, I could turn on. Uh, Rebecca said, "Hey, why don't their the mouth match the words?" And I said, "Well, it, it's dubbed. They're Spanish." I mean, she clearly knew that. I don't know why. I'm not something wrong with the TV and the sound. But I said, "Well, I could turn it on." to the Spanish track and then we could just have subtitles. Would you would you like no? Okay, well we'll just leave it this way then. 
It's well, pretty good. They're uh, currently got a group of criminales together. I think, is that how you say criminals in Spanish? Criminales? I think that's, that's probably right. wrong, but uh, they got a bunch of criminals together and they spent a while in a house researching uh-huh. and they're going to rob the National Mint of Spain. For all the money? You learned that in about the first 10 minutes of the show, so I'm not spoiling anything. And I'm not going to tell you all the cool stuff that I, it's pretty good. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah. So I'll report back when I'm done. Okay. That's good. Money heist. Money Check heist. it out. And if you've watched it and you have questions or concerns, email the podcast afterworkpod at gmail.com and we will answer that read or, uh, you know, listen to you talk right now absolutely because it's email time it is email time uh let's start with the shortest email i think this one we have two emails we got lots but i'm just gonna whittle it down to the top top two two. yeah um can't be andy and your mom again can it they made they made it the last couple weeks title cookie cutter sandwiches okay from jennifer wait what she's doing it too (laughs) We are a bit behind on your podcast. Sorry. That's okay, Mom. That's okay. I have never cut sandwiches into shapes. I can attest to this because I was a child. You're the shape you ate sandwiches and were bread shape. Bread. Yeah. With crust. What if you took the... Hold on. Okay. I have... Okay. I've never cut sandwiches into shapes. When you cut a hole in a, in the sandwich... And then fry an egg in the middle. It's called a toad in the hole. Ooh. Bye bye again, Jennifer. Uh, she calls it's called a toad. hole in one. You call she your mom calls him toad in a hole. You call it hole in the one hole in one. I call it egg in a basket. Egg in a basket. Of all, well, I think if you say you have to say eggy in a basket. Eggy in a basket. That's the British way. Is that what he called it on? Um. What's that? Remember, remember the 5th of November. How come I can't think of that name? V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Is that what he called it on V for Vendetta? Oh, he made I one know. on the... I know that... Eggie in a basket. I know that uh, in France, they don't call it French toast. They call it eggy bread. Or Wait, come from France. Uh, in America, we don't call it French toast. We call it freedom toast. Well, people tried doing that. <laughs> that didn't last reason. for very long. They did that because, you know, France didn't want to be involved in the... War in Afghanistan. Anyways, who who won that round? Huh? Okay. Uh, what, uh, here's a picture. I'm showing my co-host a couple of pictures real quick. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Now the email will come with these pictures and I'll explain. Painting from Andy. Gentlemen. Dan, that's me, asked what kind of miniatures I paint. Unfortunately, I don't have a good setup to take pictures, but I promise these look better in person. The first photo is a dragon from a board game called Vast, the Crystal Caverns, and you may recognize the second I did as an android from a popular film series. Are we not allowed to say that because... He's part of a tabletop war game called Star Wars Legion. Oh, oh so that's Star Wars. Star Wars. One android, one gold android. A golden one. Uh, that talks. So, 
multiple languages. But you only he's, see him he's talking. He's fluent in five million forms but of communication. Does he ever speak a different language? I think you hear him beep boop boop. Okay, but any other alien languages? I've never heard him speak any other alien. Well, he's Wait. translated Java. He does a he lot does, of translating. He does a lot of translating, but he doesn't do much. No, speaking. he did. He did. All right. But the the thing is, I think Java could speak English uh, or yeah. understand it, so he didn't have to translate. Um. He did make a lot of noises when he was talking to the Ewoks. Sorry, okay. we're in the middle of the email. Okay, on, hold fine. on, hold on. Chill. I can interrupt. Chill Anna's a moment. Email. So, I started painting minis from a board from board games, but then a friend of mine got me into Legion. So now I paint those too. I fell out of it last summer when I had to have a couple of surgeries to repair detached retinas. Ugh. But I'm getting to the point where I should start trying again. I think you should be able to see better to paint these little tiny things better now. Maybe, hopefully. All right. Uh, these actually look pretty cool. And board game miniatures, that's a, that's a good one. You still haven't uh, seen your miniatures that were made for you for your uh, for your our, our Dungeons and Dragons game. Our DM. Uh-huh. Painted miniatures for all of us. Let me see. Oh. Let me see if there's any in this text chain. No, no, no. I just assumed. So you've seen them and they look awesome. I saw a picture of them. I was probably on Facebook on my wife's phone. Cool. And it was a picture of all of our miniatures, our, our party, and then also a Tiamat, which is a dragon with... Six, five heads? I don't, a Ooh. lot of heads. Multiple heads. Three heads. Three? I say it gets harder if you go more than three. There's not much room for like six heads. It's a big dragon. That It would be a big dragon. Um, I feel like they'd be getting tangled up all the time. Three is about my limit. When it, You know, just, just me personally, if I'm looking at a dragon that has more than three heads, I'm like, come on, get over yourself. This this Tiamat is big enough that its wings might not fit inside of a bread box. Ooh. You know, because that's how we decide how big things are, you know? What's the new thing for instead of bread boxes because uh, people don't use bread boxes? I have a bread box. Uh, I always measure everything. Toaster? On, I was, yeah. But yeah toasters are all over toaster. the map, too. Oh, okay. VCR? Oh, no. That's oh, no. It. Those are gone, too. DVD? Oh, oh no. gone. Uh, CD player? No. No, those are also gone. Walkman? No. Oh. <laughs> How many Walkman will fit into a bread box? Uh, I used to play a role-playing game called Cyberpunk, and everything in the future of Cyberpunk 2020 folded down and fit into the size of a pack of cigarettes. So you'd be like, I have a... Um, sleeping bag and it stuffs down into the size of a pack of cigarettes everything was the size of a pack of cigarettes i'm like wait a minute why is all this stuff so anyway no you can just roll them up in your sleeves like they did, yes like those greasers exactly. in the 50s yep oh so cool someday we'll get there speaking of old technology dan thank you thank you for writing into the show anybody else afterworkpod at gmail.com this is where you can be heard Voice. This is your forum. You might write an email, and I'll interrupt it halfway through. You and don't I'll know. I'll tell him to stop, and I'll be like, he "Hey, don't tell me what to do, when to, when and when not to interrupt." Uh, anyways, so speaking of old technology, uh, Gina, 
my 90-something, 94, five-year-old neighbor that passed away past two months ago, something like that. Well, the house, they had their estate sale this past weekend. And my wife had never been privy to an estate sale. Me being a garage sale goer with my dad as a kid, been to plenty of estate sales. It, have you been to an estate sale, Dan? I think I have been to one, but I don't remember much. In my mind, an estate sale is like a garage sale where things cost more, but that might not be true. No, it's no, it's not. It doesn't cost more. Well, Same? It depends. Less. Uh, it's just like every the family goes through, grabs all the stuff they want. These these people hired a company hmm. to take care of. My wife was talking to the son, and he's like, "Yeah, this is the cheapest way." To clear out the house instead of hauling it all off to the dump. Yeah. You have everybody come through, maybe make a couple thousand bucks, and then- And then that company hauls it off to the dump? And then that company hauls everything that's left off to the dump. And it was pretty cool. Like, I went the last day. Everything had been picked over and was 50% off. I didn't get anything. I got, like, a a cool- uh, what is that? What's that bird? What's that? A uh, peacock? Peacock? A yeah. peacock a thing that I'm going to hang up, like a little metal peacock cutout thing okay. made in Hong Kong. Oh, is that pre- Yeah. Pre-Chinese? Uh-huh. Okay. So back in the 80s when Hong Kong was separate from yeah. China. Yeah. And uh, they still want to be separate, but they used to say made in Hong Kong. There was a big fight. And uh, it was made in Hong Kong, so it predates them taking over. I still say that on stuff. Do they? I think it all yeah. says China now. Well, that's because everything's not made in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. And uh, and I picked this that thing up, and I got to walk around. I'd never been. Well, I've been inside her kitchen one time a couple of years ago when she fell down in the backyard and was there for four hours. And... I heard her quiet calls for help one night. And help. I help. Well, she didn't want to yell too much because then I she'd think, lose her voice. I think she might have been yelling for a while, but I helped. She was all right. I just, she couldn't get back up and I helped her up, up the stairs and into her house. And then she's like, okay, I'm good. I'm like, should I like call somebody and let your kids know that? No, yeah. no. You know what needs to be on those necklaces that have the buttons? If you don't have a button, your necklace needs a whistle. Okay. Because that's what you're yeah. supposed to take into the wilderness so you don't have to yell. Yeah. You just Good. blow a whistle. Yeah, instead of one of those life alert things. Well, I mean, if you can't afford a sub $15 a month subscription to life alert, just get a whistle. And uh, so I got to check out the whole house. And and there was tons of, like, she's 95 and has been living in that house since she was a teenager. Wow. Like, they had the original trunk that she came from Italy, like, that she brought her stuff over from Italy in. Did you buy it? I was thinking about buying it, but I did not buy it. It said, like, Italy on the side and was this old 70-year-old, 80-year-old trunk. What was it? It was like 50 bucks or something. But you it was done it. it was still probably a good deal. 
They used to make quality things. It was. Back then. It was like. Wait, really? is that pre uh, World War Two? Eighty years ago. I don't can't do math. That's yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Did she leave like as that was happening? That's like. I'm uh, guessing she might have forties. She was like 15 when she moved here. So that would have been 60 years ago or so. Wait, is that right? No, 80. 80, 80 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. She moved into that house and said she watched this house being built. Yeah. In 1941. Hey, and that was when was the war right around then. Yeah. So I bet she, she left right as right before like as it was starting or something. And uh and so she had like all this cool old tech and she's one of those ladies that one of those old folks that, you know, kept their stuff in really good quality working order. Yeah. So she had all the original boxes for old tech from throughout the years. There was like old reel to reel recording things and mm -hmm. it was the old box for it. Those are making a comeback. And I was like it was I think it was 20 bucks, and I was like, ah, oh, it's got the box. You should have got that reel-to-reel. -reel. I, I bet that thing would be worth $1,000. I bet. If anybody knew anything, but I would probably just take it over here and throw it on the pile of random junk that I need to get rid of. It's a good thing you didn't. Uh, she even had a tube TV from like, like a 1960s, early 60s, where the glass is like rounded out. Uh-huh. It's almost a circle. And it was like, yeah. And it was like, whatever, 19 inch. I bet she paid $600 for this thing when it was... And that was a lot. Top of the line. And open, the back was open and it had all these cool tubes and stuff and yeah. all this cool stuff. And uh, yeah, then the estate sale was over and they cleared it out. Now I have an empty house next door. Hmm. Just completely empty. You gonna buy it? No. I am not gonna buy it. If anybody's looking for a house, can't afford six hundred thousand dollars. That's probably gonna sell for six hundred thousand uh, dollars. And they want to be my neighbor, and they have some good hobbies, like at least five good hobbies, so we could make some weeks yeah. of you being a guest on the show. Email the show afterworkproductgmail.com. Uh, what's it gonna be like for your estate sale, Dan? Ooh, uh, what are you going to have? A lot of defunct hobbies. Okay. You know, I'll have totes where I took everything from paintball and I put it in a tote. You got your paintball tote? I have a paintball tote. <laughs> yeah, I do. Really? I do, right now. With guns? One gun? There's a couple. No, two guns, some armor, some extra stuff in there, some balls that are probably need to be thrown away. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, They're yeah. like rock hard now. Or just melting together. But I have boxes like that of stuff where I just, I did this and now it's in a box. I got a couple boxes of old video games. You got a shelf. I got boxes. It's, yeah, I don't know. It. It's weird, but you're, you'd be dead at the time. And I assume your family's not interested in your things. I assume. And, uh, or my things. They probably have no interest in my things. Your family has interest in my things, not my family, though. And my family has interest in your things. We should make sure that Trade things. when the estate sale happens that we let the others, well, 
Uh, we won't be able to, but I yeah. assume we'll go out in a ball of flames like Thelma and Louise together, together off a cliff in yeah. a Mustang, Mustang convertible Mustang, some come kind of convertible. I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, uh, it's gonna be. My plan is tell my wife torch the house, collect insurance. This me is me uh, inside. This is on the internet. Oh, yeah, that was all for satire, satire purposes. When uh, I do this, I'll make sure you what, can say satirical. What uh, satirical purposes? Uh, what episode is this so I can remember to uh, you know delete it later on? Okay, I'll just take a note here. Okay, uh, yeah. So it's I didn't get much. My wife was looking at some cool old sewing machines, like the table ones. Yeah, where the sewing machine folds in. How many old sewing machines were there? Two. Oh, and Turns. she didn't get any of them. She didn't get because they were the big, not getting the enough. big bulky ones. Hmm. My brother Simon was looking at. It. He came over during the day, the very first day, and they had a wood burning fire, like wood burning stove. Okay, and it was actually hooked up in her house. Like I imagine, he would have had to like disassemble it. Yeah, it was hooked up to go and like. He could have used it, and it would have been sweet because he could have taken all the parts that came with it and hooked it up at his house. But she was using that stove 80 years ago to cook in. Yeah, she was. She's that old. And now we almost – she didn't make it to flying cars, but she got pretty darn close. I mean, there are flying cars, but it doesn't count. All right. Anyways, RIP, Gina. Uh my wife and I are thinking about putting up a fence mm-hmm. now or later because I'm like, okay, people are going to move in. I'm going to be seeing them all the time. What if I don't like them? And then, then we, you put up a and fence. And then I put up the fence. Then you look like a jerk. Yeah. So do it now. But I don't want to pay for the fence. Sorry. All right. Well, here's what you do. Shrubs. They move in. If you don't like them, you act like a jerk. They'll put up a fence. Okay. That's not very hard for me to do. I thought that might be easy. Okay. Now it's time, Dan, for a little thing we like to call a run. Oh, 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 What's happening, Dan? I did some testing. I borrowed your Jackery battery. Mm-hmm. And I plugged in my one of my PA speakers to it, and I was able to turn that thing up to uncomfortably loud in my garage before it cut out. So it couldn't go all the way up because there's not enough power on the inverter in that thing. It's got a plug on it, but it doesn't quite have enough because this can draw a lot of power. But I think... At a volume that you would want to use, it could play it, and I don't think it would draw that much power. Actually, I did a test with a kilowatt. To hooked up to that machine? Hooked up to- Your speaker? My speaker, and I r- recorded uh, how long, how much, how many kilowatt hours it would use. I did a 10-minute long test because- I didn't want to leave that thing blasting for an entire hour in my garage. Well, you just put on like a really sweet album that everybody would enjoy listening to the whole thing. I mean, we were singing along to the songs in the living room with the garage 
door shut. Okay. But it was pretty loud. So 10 minutes was 0. 0.009 kilowatt hours. I did this math before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what means, does that mean? That means for an hour, that's 0. 0.054. Um, that's an hour. For And your battery has 500 watt hours. So... That's half of a. So this kilowatt. would run it for almost ten hours, nine hours. Okay. At that volume, well, it couldn't quite play it. Yeah, at almost that volume, so it'd probably run even longer. Okay. I'd have to turn it down a little more. So you're you're considering getting a battery pack so I've you can go out into the woods. Thinking about play getting music a battery really pack. loud. Yeah. But it won't happen for a while. You got to get a couple more gigs with those speakers. We'll see how this next one goes on Saturday, and then, uh, yeah. Got another gig this Saturday. Yep. And uh, Dan is still taking emails, afterworkpod at gmail.com, if you got some sort of gig that requires a uh, DJ. Every time the DJ price goes Magic up Dan. by $200. I'm just saying, you know, get in get in early. So it was, but it was zero for the last two. <laughs> but the price is still going up by $200. In your head. Yeah. Okay. Started at a hundred. Now it's three hundred. That's right. I mean, children's cancer is worth a lot. You know, this is this that's, is for that's how much uh, you're deducting from your taxes. Yeah, as a donation. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can I do that? I think you can donate your time. I probably could, but I'm not. That's I don't. If care, it but. was court mandated for you to get so many hours of uh, oh, share. can I use this for my court mandated uh, community service? Yeah, I think so. Ooh, I'll have to talk many to my more, parole many, officer how many, about that. How many more hours do you have left on that? 75. Okay. Well, you got off light, I like to say. Well, Dan, I did it. I ripped apart my garage last night. I was up. I built half of a workbench. I cut my wire rack in half. I moved some stuff around. I'm in the middle of turning my shop into a well-organized wood shop. With all my tools and my bench and my bandsaw nice. and my lights. Oh, man. You know what happens after you turn it into a well-organized shop? It slowly gets unorganized and unorganized. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking? Like right now, I have a workbench that is like four, like four feet wide by three feet wide. And it's just full of yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is. I've just added, uh, so I still have that, and I've just added two feet by seven feet. Okay. And I'm going to add another two feet by like two, like three feet. Imagine how much stuff could be on there. So there's way more space. <laughs> so this is how I, I always thought like, okay, I have a small house. Of course, it's going to get dirty quick yeah. because there's less room for stuff to be. When you have mm -hmm. a bigger house, you can spread out your filth and disorganization over more square feet so it's less messy. But the problem is the same spaces get the garbage because you try and keep a certain space clean, mm. which means the space that nobody looks at, a.k.a. the garage, is the one that gets dumped on. <clears throat> 
Okay, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I also picked up a dust collector, so I'm looking forward to... Uh, it's right behind me now because I had to explode my garage into many rooms of the house while yeah. organizing out there. So I got that, and I got this folding table right next to me here and some other things that do not belong in this room. That was the other thing I was going to say is the uh, the bigger your house is, the slower the room might get overly cluttered, but then the harder it is to fix it mm. because there's so much stuff. So much. Back to just torch it, collect that insurance. That's sweet, sweet insurance. Sweet, sweet. Every once in a while, you just load up your car and go to the Goodwill and dump it. There you go. I, uh, with my dust collector, it came with a, in a giant box with a whole bunch of styrofoam. Okay. And, Daniel immediately got in it, started ripping that styrofoam apart, hmm. just tearing it apart, stabbing it with like his pencils and just going crazy on it. And there was styrofoam bits all over the living room. Yeah. But but you had a vacuum system to clean it up. No, right? I didn't use that vacuum. I should have used the dust collector to clean. It's a regular vacuum. Uh. And uh and then I took all the busted up pieces. He still wanted the box, but I wanted to get rid of all the styrofoam. So I put them into a big shop. I needed a shop bag, like those big 55-gallon contractor, contractor grade, grade bags. Garbage bag. I picked them up at Home Depot along with the wood. Hey, everybody, plywood's down. 22 bucks for a sheet of uh, 5 sixteenths. Uh, is, is that? Wait, 5 sixteenths uh, plywood. The thin stuff. Slightly bigger than a quarter of an inch, but it's actually a quarter of an inch. Yep, it is a quarter <laughs> inch. 20 bucks five months ago, that was like $60. Ooh. And if it was in stock. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, if it was in stock, but uh, I was not going to pay $60 for a quarter inch sheet of plywood. Yeah, I think this the wood that I ended up buying when everything was expensive I got that pegboard and some like little thin like furring strips mm -hmm. and those weren't the things that the prices went up on. So I think that I just got regular prices on it. Oh, cool. I did buy a couple of two by fours and I was like, whoa, why are these $7? Yeah. They're now $3, which is reasonable. I bought 15 of them and I used nine of them right. last night on that bench. I need more. I need more. More. Uh, anyways, I took all that styrofoam, put it in a contractor's bag, and then walked around the corner to the <laughs> apartment dumpster. Just tossed it in there. Problem solved. And I brushed my hands. Also, Dan, I finally replaced the water on my hot tub. It's that time. I've had my new hot tub for long enough. I think four months. They say to replace the water every three, four months. Okay. And I did it, man. You drain the whole thing? I drain the whole thing. You just like stick your hose in the bottom and siphon it out? They have a valve down at the bottom you can hook your oh. hose up to and... Okay, so you don't even have to work very hard. Oh. And I ran that hose over into the neighbor's yard now that it's it was vacant. Oh, yeah. You don't want just... to put all that chlorine junk on your yard. I didn't put it... I waited. I hadn't been adding chemicals. Like the chemicals kind of burn off okay. after a couple of days. So I think it was just... Oh, yeah, I didn't want to flood my my grass mm -hmm. with my filthy body sweat and whatever, four months worth of my leavings, my body that's, leavings. That's probably good for 
for plant growth. It's right? probably good. But uh, yeah, man, it. Uh, I'm I'm back in it. Brand new, fresh hot tub, fresh fresh look out look on life. Ooh-wee. All right. Well, I'll be excited to uh, hear the ongoing saga of how your shop vac gets hooked up and plumbed and all the tubes and you're literally going to have vacuum tubes. I am. I am. Well, Dan, we'll see y'all next time after work. Thank you.